And now it's time for Eastcast and reports from coastal stations. East Utsira, West Utsira, South West Utsira and North North East Utsira. Wind South West, rain at times, good. Forties, fifties, sixties, Tyne, Dogger, German Bite, French Kiss and Swiss Roll. Westerly becoming cyclonic, good. Right here in London's East End. Operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? One might be your secretary, your doctor's receptionist, or a dancer in a go-go club. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Now, 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 now. Hello, and welcome to Eastcast, the only forecast you can rely on. And we're back after a bit of a summer break and ready for another season of Discovery. We'll be delving deep into East London's nooks and crannies to discover the ever-eclectic array of what East London has to offer. I'm Pearl Wise, and it's just me and Anna Xavier from the East Coast Gang in the studio today. Well, basically, yeah, it's just us two. And we'll be joining in the studio with a bunch of talented people. So, singer-songwriter Lyle Arad, hello. Hi there. And then Joel Bailey, hi Joel. Hi. And also, um, they will be chatting to us about their careers and they will perform for us. And Daniel Goldman, he won't be performing, but he will be telling us about um, this year's edition of CASA, Latin America's Theatre Festival. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hola. (laughs) <laughs> Hola. Yeah. So they uh, they uh, will be also talking about the night of ideas. So welcome everyone. And um, also, I've been out and about and to uh, open mic night at the Hackney Attic. And more about that later. But in the meantime, Pearl, what's in the bag of music recommendations? Well, actually, we've got quite a musical show all round. So um, other than the live studio sessions from Lyle and Joel, um, I'll be playing something by other acts playing in East London soon. So um, you'll be hearing something from Fatima Al Quadri. Um, Farago and Alala. Let's start with this. Thank you. 
That was Fatima Al-Qadiri with a quite an interesting uh, rendition of um, the US national an- anthem. The track was called Star Spangled. And I imagine it's a bit of an ironic nod um, to this now New York-based but Kuwaiti-born and raised Fatima Al-Qadiri. Um, she moved to the US during the Gulf War, and um, she is now signed to the UK label um, Hyperdub with her debut album, Asia-ish. Um, she'll be playing at the Village Underground on Thursday, the 18th of September. Now, we're joined in the studio by Lael Arad. Lael, welcome to the show. Um, so you are here to tell us about your the first track on your debut album you're it's ab- the second album oh it's the second album yeah. yeah so what was the first when did you release your first album the first album came out about three years ago and what's this new album called? and the new album is so new that it doesn't have a name yet or if it does i can't quite say but it will be out in the new year but yeah the first preview track has just been released and it's uh, a song that i wrote for leonard cohen so we're releasing it for his 80th birthday later this month. And uh, so are you a bit of a Leonard Cohen fan? You might say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he, 80th birthday. Is he, you're, you're, you, um, I've listened to some of your um, music online and it's all quite lyrical and, and obviously quite poetic. Is that, um, are you inspired by that kind of writing? Is it it's a sort of wordsmithery rather than... For, just... sh- for sure, yeah. Uh, lyrics is definitely what interests me, maybe the most. I, you know, the music is an equally important part, of course, but I'm definitely drawn to songwriting and songwriters and Leonard Cohen has always been up there. Joel, I think you are a bit of a Leonard fan as well, I heard oh, yeah. earlier. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Him and uh, anyone of that ilk, like Dylan and uh, I think Tom Waits as well, is a similar sort of thing where it's lyric-based and uh, they just capture moments better than anyone else. Um, So um, you're organising, Lyle, you're organising an event which is kind of like a birthday party in in honour of Leonard. It's Leonard Cohen's 80th birthday party, (laughs) as held in London. And, uh, you know, we're we're seeing whether he'll turn up or not. Of course he Um, was invited, I guess. uh, Of course, he has to be invited to his own birthday party. Um, And it's also the single launch for this this song. And um, say he did turn up, what would you say to him? (laughs) Jump up on stage, grab the guitar, (laughs) sing for us. Um... I'm not too worried about that situation happening, so I haven't... <laughs> you just never know. Um, but hey, I would have a lot to say to the man if I met him. And um, and we have a lot of really special guests coming to sing his songs and read his poetry at the event as well. So hopefully he'd enjoy it. Did he respond on the Facebook page yet? Maybe or attending? Oh, he's a maybe attending, yeah. <laughs> You never know. There is hope. There's an open door now. (laughs) Um, Do you write anything else other than uh, songs about Leonard Cohen? Yeah. No, other than Um, songs. Yeah, the truth is that I'm working on my first novel as well. Um, As you know, as you know, novels are a little bit longer than songs, so it may take some time. But um, it's you know, I'm quite a, a way into the process, so that's been really interesting actually. Writing lines that don't have to rhyme and repeat. 
And a little bird told me that one of the characters is called Pearl. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and, uh, and she's very wise. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> I feel, I feel honoured, even though I have nothing to do with it. It's great to have something, you know, so, so familiar. Um, so, shall we get you to um, play us a song? Please, I'll play you the song. The song. The song. In the, uh, so, you're going to play the 1934. Yeah, 1934 song for Leonard Cohen. I would have been your lover Probably not more My survival skills Would have danced me to the door But for a time I'd be your muse Let me amuse you with the image Up the hill in Hedra Or down in Greenwich Village And the sun would turn me olive And I'd pose for the sleep The cold would keep us warm Under blankets thick as thieves Solo es musica A poor man's prose Solo es musica, a rich man's woes. I'd be high on hormones, you'd be low on cash. We'd uncork the bottle, smoke into the stash. Just when I'd feel like I'd arrived, you'd say you have to leave. down some very frilly backing vocals and every time I play it live I kind of wish I could sing in three voices at once so you could hear them but I thought at least if I sing them to you separately maybe you could imagine them in the background when the last chorus comes so I'm going to give it a go Solo es musica Stoically, 
We all take what we can. How it feels to be the lady of a lady's man. Head held high, I walk this town. I've taken what I can, and I still hear you whisper to me, "I'm your man." Yes, I would have been your lover. No, I wouldn't ask for more. It's just a shame that you were born in 1934. Solo es música, a poor man's prose. Solo es música, a rich man's woes. Solo es música, a poor man's prose. Solo es música. Just a rich man's wolves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lau. That was really great. It's so nice to have a. It makes such a difference having it live. You know, just having you, you hear, and the backing vocals. Right? And the backing vocals. <laughs> Wait till you hear it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so just remind everyone where they can. So the whole thing again. So the song the is now online with the video.、Um, you can find it with my name, and it's called 1934. And the birthday party launch is on the 22nd of this month, September, which is a Monday, and it's at the Hoxton Underbelly. And we'll obviously put everything on the East Car Show website, so there'll be all the right links to that. And we'll also put the video up so、Great. you can see it. I highly recommend it. It's very simple but very effective. Thank you. Beautiful video. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. There's a line in in the song she,、um, that Lad just played. I love, which is,、um, "I'd be high on hormones and you'd be low on cash." I kind of feel like that quite a lot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <So> we all? <laughs> so.、Um, On to some more music. Yeah, definitely.、Um, so, yeah, I just discovered this LA-based garage rock band called Alala,、um, and they're in London to promote their second album, Worship the Sun,、um, which really does capture that kind of Californian sunny summer rock sound.、Um, and they kind of remind me a bit of the Stranglers. You'll see what I mean in a minute.、Um, Alala will be playing at Oval Space on Wednesday, the twenty-fourth of September. And here they are with Buffalo Nickel.
So that was Alala with Buffalo Nickel. Yeah, bit of a surfy sound there. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I definitely see myself just surfing. Even though I don't do that. <laughs> I can't I quite can imagine, imagine you surfing. <laughs> it would be just me and the waves and me and the board. And Crashing more, but yeah. Basically. It's, it's kind of got that um, that kind of clangy guitar thing that, yeah, that they do. Um, so Daniel's been with us, but welcome, Daniel Goldman. Hello. Hello. And... Um, you are going to... We've had you on the show before. So, I know. So Last year. Back. It was lovely to come back. And do you know what? It's exactly a year ago. It was one Brilliant. of our first shows So um, in this studio. So that's great. Um, so it's a year on. Yeah. Um, you organised CASA, the Latin American Theatre Festival. Mm. So what's happened a year on? Uh, it's all got a bit bigger. Yeah. And a bit more exciting. And we're trying different things and starting new projects and... One of the things we'll talk about is this Casa Night of Ideas, which is a new project, but then the festival's in October. So everything's getting bigger. Um, we're doing more. There's more companies coming over. There are more shows. Um, we're really proud of the programme this year. Uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, every year it gets bigger and next year's even bigger. Already the plans are there. So, so obviously, obviously last year was a big success then if you're, you're getting bigger. Yeah, we're getting bigger. We're getting more support as well. Um, it is a success. It, it, you know, these things grow. They grow organically. The audience is growing. People want to come and see the shows, Come want to come and see the work. We started last year at Rich Mix, which is, I think, why we were here. You know, I was here last year because we were starting in East London. And now we've extended to the Rose Littman building and we're at the Barbican as well. So that's growing as well. So, yeah, it's it's lovely because, you know, seven years ago we started with basically turning quid in a crypt. And now, you know, it's a big festival, a big international festival. We bring incredible companies over. So, you know, on and up. Do you think there's more, as the years have progressed, do you think there's more interest in Latin American theatre and Latin American arts in general? Are people kind of ex more interested yeah, in what's going on? There's, there's always been this interest in Latin American cinema and art and music, of course, um, in London. Or the last 20, 30 years, there's been this growth. But theatre was, there was this whole. There was no theatre, there was no Latin American theatre. And now what's lovely is Casa's going on, the Raw Corps is producing and working with writers in Mexico, uh, I think also in Chile. Um, Lyft, which is London International Festival of Theatre, is also bringing, is in a kind of Latin American cycle. So they're working to bring Latin American theatre here. So we're all kind of growing together and it's clear that there's, a, there's more interest because what used to happen is these incredible Latin American theatre companies would kind of travel to Europe but would stay in Spain, Portugal, France, maybe Germany. But there was no sense of coming to England, mainly because of the language. But now people are happier to watch theatre with surtitles. So all our shows are in Spanish and Portuguese but with English surtitles. So they're accessible to everyone. And because of people are more happy to watch films with, with subtitles, so there's also something happening in theatre that there's this desire to see work in its original language, its original context, and you can get it through the surtitles. And we're getting better at the surtitles as well every year. Yeah. And are you kind of tapping into the Latin American community in London, which I know is growing? quite It's, a, hu it's a huge community, um, 
the most recent official study kind of put it at about 120,000 in London and 185,000 in the UK. That's the official number. There's a bigger community than that. Um, huge Brazilian and Colombian communities and then the rest is, you know, spread out. But it's, a, yeah, it's this incredible community. And then you add on to that the Spanish community and the Portuguese community who are leaving their country, you know, their countries are in economic crisis. So there's this, I mean, they say that there's a million people who live in London who speak Spanish or Portuguese as a first language. Wow. When you think about that number, it's huge. And we're, and, you know, and so CASA does work in Latin, Spanish and Portuguese there's a new Spanish theatre company starting. They're producing work in Spanish. So and there is the be beginning. In Inisundan as well? Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, they've know. started doing uh, readings at the Southwark Playhouse. Right. So, which is, you know, the, mo the majority of the community is kind of, as far as we're aware, and this study shows, is mainly Lambeth and Southwark, Elephant and Castle. I mean, you go to the second floor of Elephant and Castle. And then you are in Latin America. <laughs> yeah, it's a Latin American mall. Every shop is, there's one Polish deli and everything else is Latin American. So, yeah, yeah, we're kind of, we're feeding on that. It's brilliant that, and what we're trying to do is give that community a, a theatre voice. And theatre is one of, you know, the great art forms. It's live. You have people in front of you saying things that are important. We're trying to build that bridge between Latin America and the UK. And Latin American theatre does have something that is more political, that is more socially engaged. And that's in the work that we're bringing this year, although we've also got somehow, well, not somehow, I, we programmed it, lots of clown and lots of physical theatre this year and lots of musical, almost musical comedies, but not English musical comedies, Latin American musical comedies. <laughs> What's the big difference? Uh Think of a panto, but a super political panto. That's okay. kind of the. That's kind of it. Like the best panto you've ever seen, because it's also about stuff that's important, but it's got that play and that interaction with the audience and the music, and plus it's Latin American, you know, rhythms. So, Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, I can speak as a Portuguese person, basically. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. To, I don't live. I personally don't live in um, in. Stockwell and Vauxhall, but I do know that loads the the Portuguese community does live, work, and socialize around that area, and it's good to know that there's other things going on in in East London, so they they can be pulled up to that to this area actually. So is I, I suppose that it will be a big factor to attract more people, even though. I live in East London and I'm always hearing Portuguese these days. It's, it's quite interesting. You walk down Brick Lane and you'll hear Spanish as much as you'll Definitely. hear English. It's, um, it's amazing. You walk around London and all, you, all I hear is Spanish and Portuguese. So what, what are the big highlights for uh, um, this year? festival? Yes. Uh, I'm really excited by the Chilean shows that we've got. We've got Trio Tetro Banda who are coming back. They came in 2012. They're coming back. They're amazing. Um, and they tell hist huge historical epics. Uh, three actors, they play 25 instruments on stage. Uh, and so that's going to be uh, so, quite interesting. So that's kind of mad. And for this, <laughs> for this show, La Araucana, uh, they're, they're using classical instruments from fifth, essentially 15th, 16th century Spain. So they've rebuilt those instruments to play in the show because it's a show about the conquest 
of Chile so, uh, by the Spanish in the 1600s. So that's one. Um, we've got uh, an amazing uh, Argentine uh, mime artist, I suppose you could call him that, uh, Jorge Costa, who is coming with two shows. So all the companies are coming with two shows this year. Um, so he's coming with a show which is called Visita Argentina, which is can I use the word piss take? I just did. Um, of an yeah. Argentine tourism video. This isn't the BBC. This worry. is not the BBC. Yeah. Um, which is just, it's, a, it's an hour of clowning about Argentine stereotypes. It's brilliant. But he's also bringing a show called Mime, um, which is a completely improvised piece. He appears on stage with nothing, and the, he builds an hour-long show based on the first sound the audience makes. Wow. Mm. It's amazing. We watch videos of it and we're like, this is a big risk. What if it doesn't work out? But every time, every video is just this, these brilliant, he just goes off on one and builds an hour long show based on a sound or a movement or something that he notices in the audience. So he stands there and waits till something happens and then he's off. Do the audience know that's the case? Well, kind of, but I think he's, gr- he's, been, he's done hundreds of these. Right. So I think he's kind of learnt, he may not, he's learnt how to... Identify you know, things. But it's not laughter, because the first thing is a bit of nervous laughter. So, but yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a genius. So the festival is in October. Festival's in October, from the 10th to the 19th. From the 10th to the 19th. But before that, you've got another event coming up, which is less theatre and a little bit more music and... Culture um, and culture. politics and, and yeah, philosophy. the press release says culture, politics, art, sexuality, philosophy, and sport, which I'm intrigued about. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we, I don't think there's going to be any sport unless it's dancing. Um, the sport thing is um, there. What the, it's called the Casa Naive Ideas. It's a new project. It's kind of inspired by the French Institute's Manuit avec la Philosophie. My Night with Philosophers, where they, the French Institute kind of have all these incredible philosophers and people go and spend all night listening to great philosophers talk about philosophy. We were really inspired by that um, and decided to do a night of culture um, and because Latin America is so much more than, um, you know, samba, tacos, and s- s- steak or whatever. Um, and there is this incredible artistic movement, this incredible literary movement. So we have every, we've got talks about Latin American art, um, whether it's revisionist or catching up. Um, we're looking at uh, the short story as a Latin American form. And the short story is called Cuento, which is I tell you a story. Um, we're looking at Latin American immigration. We've got talks about uh, biomechanics and dance. Um, about Cuban religious art, about urbanization projects in Latin America and what we can learn from them. Uh, is the Colombian peace process a reality on Mirage? We've got talks about drugs, what happens if they're legalized, what's actually the impact on Latin America. And, oh, the sport one is Latin American football is in a metaphor for Latin American society. Nice. Everything's built around the great strikers, the great leaders, is that um, is there are there metaphors in terms of the dictatorships on or you know so it's it's inter 
it's all pretty intellectual, but we want to kind of champion that side of Latin American culture. And um, is this all happening in a sex night? talk as well? You know, everything you wanted to know about Latin American sex, but we're too afraid to ask. All in one <laughs> night. How, how are you going to organise all this? So we're at the Rose Lippmann building. We've got three rooms plus a bar area because we're going to have Latin American board games. So you can come and learn and play Latin American board games, including a, basically a version of bingo a Mexican version of bingo called Loteria. We might play it for money. We'll see. Um, we've got singers. We've got Alexis Mercedes and Tres Argentinas. We've got play readings. We've got performance. It's kind of bonkers. The reason we can fit it all in... Uh, oh, and I haven't even talked about the documentaries. We've got something like eight documentaries from Latin America and possibly, can't announce it yet, possibly a very special feature film. Possibly. We might, so it's pretty much a festival in one night. It's a you mini know, festival. Yeah. And yeah. it starts at 6pm and yeah. we finish at 6am. Oh, and DJs. We've obviously, we've got Movimientos who are East London favourites. Um, uh, Mr. Boogie. I'm doing a conversation lecture with him about the history of salsa. Kind of how salsa came about from its African roots through Cuba to Puerto Rico to New York in the 70s. So that that's on at like one o'clock in the morning. And then we go into a set and then there's dancing. Um, if, you're a, if you're a resident neighbour uh, around the Rose Lippmann building, don't worry. After, Just join. <laughs> after half past midnight, you won't hear anything because we'll go underground because they've got these two amazing... They, they should just join. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? and join, obviously. obviously. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, you probably will join. We're probably, I'm probably thinking about the people who aren't listening to this radio program and this um, is all when this is all saturday the 13th uh i think that means tomorrow and it's really cheap and it's only a fiver yeah. if you book in advance or seven on the door beers are something like all two night. quid all night unbelievable and free coffee free coffee all night to keep people going and if you survive <laughs> till 6 a.m if you survive, we give you a free breakfast. Wow. At 6 a.m. <laughs> so it kind of rocks. Yeah, definitely. We have no idea. There might be 200 people there. There might be 500. Who knows? Um, obviously, come down, have a go. It's going to be mad and clever and full of brilliant speakers. Sounds incredible. Daniel Goldman, thank you so much for coming in. And your your enthusiasm is definitely contagious and yeah, i definitely. think uh, you know we'll, I'm, we're i'm intrigued I'm, uh, it's actually my local my kind of local building so i definitely the Rose yeah yeah it's yeah it's an amazing building yeah it's great so i definitely uh, will, would rather join the party than uh, than hear it can from I, can, home can so. i say one last yeah, thing yeah go for it i'm the biggest leonard cohen fan ever <laughs> And I love that song. That was amazing. So uh, <laughs> all power to Lil Arad. Amazing. She was. <laughs> she was. was yeah. Okay. So now for some, speaking of music, we've got some more. Um, we've got something from Farago. We've played them on the sh show before. Um, they are led by singer-songwriter Ian Bennett, who also organises a regular live acoustic folk event at Paper Dress Vintage. And they are finally releasing their debut EP um, called All Beginnings Are Illusions. And the launch party will be, of course, held at Paper Dress Vintage. And it's on Thursday, the 18th of September. So this is Farago with Threads.
That was Farago with Threads. And Anna, you've actually... I, I've listened to this track live and I can assure you it was absolutely amazing. I, absolutely I think this recording is actually a recording yeah, of a, a, live, a live show. And um, before we carry on, um, Daniel, you wanted to say something very quickly. Oh, the, the Casa Night of Ideas is something that we've done in partnership with La Zuleta and Johanna Zuleta is this incredible Colombian programmer and she's the one who's programmed all the talks. So I did want to mention her because she's amazing. Of Wonderful. So now we need to also thank everyone who's got in touch lately through Twitter. We, we heard about loads of amazing talent and we've been having great listening recommendations. So if you want to drop us a recommendation, you can do it through our, our um, Twitter handle, EastCastShow, or EastCastShow at gmail.com if you have any gems for us. So don't forget also to go to iTunes and sc- subscribe to our, uh, our podcast. And now, if you are around Mare Street and are into discovering new and upcoming artists, well, then have a listen to this. <laughs> My house from Budapest, my golden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. You, 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 I give it all. So this is Rami Radi, and um, I run a night at the Hackney Attic called Lay Bear in the Attic. Um, this started in Brixton, actually, uh, just over a year ago. started as an open mic night, and it's, it's developed into like a live music night, which has been quite well. And tonight we had our first venture away from Brixton, and it went down, I think, very well. It was amazing. I think that it was full time. house. I did have a good time. Yeah, yeah. It was. I'm actually quite pleased. You never quite know what to expect, especially coming so far from home. But uh, a lot of people came out to that, and I'm very appreciative of that. You know. I kind of lost track of how many people performed today. Can you kind of do a yeah, better yeah. run? Yeah, yeah. We, we had about. We actually had about 12 uh, acts playing. I have to say, because it was the first one, you're, n- you're never quite sure how many people are going to turn up. So I, had, I called in a lot of favours from people uh, from back south but we had a lot of sort of local artists who came and performed today as well and, and I hope that that's going to continue I hope I want to make this like a local night like a nice sort of community thing so I hope that that works out you know how was the, pro- the process of selection how do you run things back in Brixton the Brixton show started as an open mic which is literally like a free free for all and I went around all the sort of local open mic nights in Brixton and you know the surrounding areas trying to find uh, kind of handpicked the people who I thought were, were good enough. And I have to say, it's been the same here. Um, I've spent the last couple of weeks going and playing open mic nights in central London, in north London, east London, and trying to sort of handpick some of the best. Um, yeah, and just sort of drum up a bit of interest, you know. I like the fact that uh, each artist had only either two tracks or three tracks or four tracks to play. It wasn't like a long act. Why did you decide to, to do it like this? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, because we had a lot of people who wanted to come down today, I wanted to try and fit everyone in. But not only that, I think it's important to try and uh, just kind of keep it fresh, you know. To have you know, artists playing maybe two or three tracks. I had the featured artists who were, gonna, who were actually played four tracks, uh, maybe five, you know, if they're, if they're going down particularly well. But yeah, I like to keep it fresh, keep it rolling, you know. Love's looking at the night sky Cause my 
Yeah, tonight, so we had our featured acts were Harry G. Keyworth, who is an amazing, amazing guitarist and, and singer. We had Danny Toman, who's actually North London, I think it's Camden-based, who kind of, kind of stole the show with his sort of James Brown. And we had Sadie Walker, who was wonderful. We had Our Man in the Field, who is uh, you know, a very sort of sensitive singer-songwriter, and he was, he was pretty cool. Um, and then actually, the Silver Comet, right at the end, who kind of closed the show, they're from Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I kind of saw them play last week, and they were wonderful and, and really brought the house down. And so it was a nice way to close the set tonight, I think. It was great to see as well that artists were really keen on, on staying and watching other people's performances. Yeah, I think that's important. I, I try and encourage everyone to sort of come uh, for the 7.30 start and then, um, you, know, you know, stay as long as they can. Yeah, I was pleased about that. Okay, so um, if people want to know more about your night, where they can, can they go? Yeah, okay, so on Facebook our group is uh, Laid Bear Live. Um, on Twitter it's at Laid Bear Live. Instagram late bear live and so uh, yeah come join the group follow us and, and keep up to date with everything that's going on our next show in Hackney is uh, a Saturday night actually and this is actually the first weekend show I've done so I'm, I'm quite excited about this this is um, Saturday September the 20th the night's going to go until 1 o'clock we're actually going to have, probably have live music till 11 maybe have a couple of DJs afterwards we're going to make it more of a party kind of thing of it so that should be pretty cool I can't tell you why I do So you just heard amazing talent and um, there was Rami, uh, Rami Raddy who I talked with and one of the artists on the show here was playing their night. Joel, hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back, as you were here all the time. But, you know, now time to talk to you a bit more because I absolutely love your music and I think that we should definitely know a bit more about you. Amazing. Um, so, uh, Diamonds and Dirt, the title, is one of your songs. Yeah. And an album by country singer Rodney Crowell. Was there any inspiration there? No. <laughs> I looked it up. I found... I, I looked up the song because, you know, I was like, hmm, this song sounds good. I wonder if it's a cover, but it's not, is it? It's an original song. Oh, really? I, I, you know what? I, I nick everyone's stuff, so it probably could be a cover. Does it but sound anything not, like it? Or is no, it just no, 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 no. It's the name of his album. So it's not even a song. It's the album. Really? And, um, yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, you sprung it on me. I feel like to catch a predator. Um, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no, um, Diamonds and Dirt. I think there's also a song called Diamonds and Rust out there somewhere by some sort of yeah. hair metal band. It does, it does ring a bell. Yeah. But I'm terrible with names, so it does ring a bell, but I can't remember more. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. no, so, cool. how was it to play at the Hackney Attic? It was quite a, uh, an intimate um, atmosphere. It's brilliant. It was actually the second thing I'd done with Rami. Um, I played with him first in... Brixton and I loved it so much that I just kept hassling him saying when are you next doing something and the night we played that you I think you just heard was his first time at the Hackney Attic yeah it was and uh, he was really pleased on the night because there was a really good turnout it's really intimate and he seems to get this nice um set up for quieter singers like myself who need a quiet attentive and you know into it sort of audience and it just worked really well I yeah. like the fact that everyone, you did see that everyone was quite keen because all the artists that were playing then, then stayed to listen to other people's yeah. um, 
work, which was amazing. And it was quite a, a fast-paced night. So most people just played two tracks yeah. or then three tracks. So it was quite good to keep to keep it going really I think fast. They're the best sort of for new music. I think they're the best sort of things because you get a little bite-sized bit of someone that you are into but if it's someone that you'd happen not to be into which i don't know how you could be at the hackney Athlete, <laughs> but if it's if it is you've only got to sit through two tracks and then you've got something fresh to listen to Dang. anyway so format. for the people that actually don't know much about your work how would you define your music it's always uh, a bit hard but no give it a go i was saying earlier i i uh you know i think start with singer songwriter i think that says something about it at least you know it's going to be one person with a guitar normally and uh i would say i was I'm influenced by blues and soul of the 60s and, and 70s, but I don't think I could ever say that I play blues or soul because I'm a little bit too um, from the middle of England to be able to claim that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think anyone, I mean, I think that's the great thing about blues and soul music is that it, it's, you know, anyone can feel like everyone has the same experience. It doesn't matter if you're on a chicken farm in, you know, midwest america or whatever you you have the same feelings and experiences so True. you know getting them out why not you know you don't have to be a you know yeah it's just the subject matter is a little bit more trivial normally with me that's about it <laughs> and how how is the um process of writing a song how how does it work for you what th which steps do you go through um well we talked about leonard cohen earlier and and that's not to say I'm comparing myself to Leonard Cohen, but he, I know that he's someone who takes a long time to make a song, and I, I, I do the same. He, he said recently that Hallelujah take, take in, um, took him three years to make, and I, I'm quite similar like that. Like I'll just do more or less one a year, and it's a really slow process. Where I've, I've got friends who just write like eight a day, you know. So um, with me, I usually start with the subject matter, um, and it's often something a little bit trivial and, and silly. And then just try and find find something that appeals to the sort of kitchen sinkness and the, the mundane every day and try and make it sound more interesting than that. <laughs> One of the tracks that you performed that I absolutely loved was called uh, Getting Old. Am I, is it was it called right? um, Down With The Kids. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Completely got it's it wrong. about getting old. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, so... Tell me a bit more about that. That was, um, I I think I might have been the first person to have like a quarter life crisis. I, I know it's normally a midlife. But, I don't um, think you're the first, really. No, no, but I, I actually, I didn't know whether it was a real thing or not, but I think I just got to this point where um, I just realised that more and more I'd like to do things like when you get to Christmas, I'd actually prefer to give people presents than get them. And I think it's a real sign of age that instead of wanting to go and play football or something, I want to learn how to bake or, you know, it's just really noticing about getting old and you can't just go and hang out with the, hang out with teenagers anymore and, and know what the hell's going on. You're just, you're getting old, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch out, you'll be doing that dad dance soon. Oh yeah, I've already got it. <laughs> <laughs> um on your bio, um, Paloma, Paloma Faith is kind of mentioned a lot. Is she someone that you've met? Have you got some sort of contact with her, or is she just a fan? Uh, she's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if she remember me or not, but she was a fan, at least, once upon a time. I entered a 
competition for the... Uh, you know, Shaw, the people who make the microphones, they did, like, a songwriting competition. And she was the judge one year, and she... I happened to win it. She chose my song. And uh, she wrote some very nice things about me, so that's why I've stuck it in the bio. <laughs> I see. Yeah. That's quite good. <laughs> um, so, shall we hear something, I think? Oh, well... I would like to know a bit more things, but we can leave it to later if they will like to play two tracks. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just thinking about time. So um, let's... I think we we need to move on. Great. So what would you like to play for us? Uh, I'm going to play a song called London's Burning, and it was written uh, during the London riots, which was, what, t- 2012-ish? I can't even remember 2011. Now. Yeah? Yeah. That long ago. And I, it was written really just from a position of being in fear. I'm basically a coward, so I was sat like underneath the kitchen table. I imagine at that time you you would be scared. Anyone would be scared. Yeah, it was a really weird night, wasn't it? And yeah. I, well, I wasn't here. I was still in Portugal. Oh, <laughs> I just really? came like a I month was, after I was that. Here, and yes, it was. It was. It was. Quite, it was really strange. Quite strange. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife was at work, and uh, when she came home, I'd packed like. Uh, a, a go bag I'd got everything ready into a bag for us to just flee the country or something <laughs> really that's that the sort bad. of mental state that I was in um, but like I say I think that's just cowardice so the song that I'm going to play is about that great then okay so um, before we go we need to tell you about our website again of course <laughs> eastcastshow.com find us on twitter and facebook at eastcastshow and obviously, obviously email us Everything you think that it's relevant and we would love to promote. So eastcastshow um, at gmail.com. And also you can listen to the show and subscribe to the show on iTunes, which means you just subscribe and then you never have to think about it again. It just falls into your iTunes folder and every couple of weeks you'll get a show to listen to so you can enjoy that and also um all the music that i play on the show is on the music tab on our website so you can if you need to check any of the artists or have a listen again it's all up there and we post all the listings for the music on our gig section on the website so that's all folks we've been eastcast thanks for listening and here's joel bailey to play us out with i've forgotten the name of the track (laughs) london's burning london's burning of course thanks john batten down the hatches and punch out the light notify your next of kin and will the bins inside there's an orange tear along the black skyline London is burning, run for your life Set up a stream of the lost broadcast Watch the devil make work for those in cotton marks The flag of St. George's is flying at half marks London is burning crowd is a ghost. London is burning. The crowd is a ghost. Oh, 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 o
Pressure makes the difference between diamonds and coal. And they can still keep us warm, but our shoulders are cold. London keeps burning out of control. And the kids of today are the men of tomorrow. The benefit it seems in that, and the promise is hollow. But give them a reason, no. 